Oh, control your mind, control your life. Think Different Theory, baby. That's what we do. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and happy Wednesday. It is, honestly, guys, it was really, really rough to wake up this morning. I do not know what happened, but I could not fall asleep last night. Tossed and turned and tossed and turned, and then this morning, I did not want to get out of bed. I, I could have slept the whole day away, but... We did it. We got up one morning, showered, we're clean, ready to rock and roll. And uh, I've been thinking about what to name this podcast episode, because what we're going to talk about today is something that I did not grasp or really understand until I actually went through the experience of it multiple times, actually. And uh, it actually has a, a little little something to do with the, the shirt that I'm wearing. And so for those of you that are um, watching or listening on audio, I'm wearing my my Elon Musk shirt, all right? It is literally a screenshotted picture of Elon Musk smoking weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. I think it's hilarious because Elon Musk is the GOAT, right? He really is the GOAT. Uh, if there's anybody that's more of a GOAT than Donald Trump, it's Elon Musk because, you know, Elon Musk has changed the world. He's going to take us all multi-planetary. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, guys, the purpose of today's podcast episode or the thing that I, I want to share with you, you guys know I'm sharing with you, you know, 10 to 20 minute episodes every single morning as I kind of document this, uh, my journey through success and answering life's biggest questions and whatnot. But it's this concept of the fact that it is going to take time in order for you to get good at something. Now, I know that's not the most sexy title. I know that, you know, you might want to turn off the episode right there and be like, okay, cool. I know what you're going to talk about, but hear me out here. Okay. Cause this is important, right? When I first got started into this whole entrepreneurship game, and I know if you're listening right now, you're a free thinker. You're probably an entrepreneur. You're somebody that has goals, has dreams, has aspirations, has things that you're trying to achieve in your life and in your business. Maybe it's a lot of money. Maybe it's a lot of fame or success, whatever that thing is. Right. But when I first got started, in my entrepreneurship journey, I had goals, right? And so I would go and I would I would look at uh, successful people, people that already had what it is that I wanted, right? People like Russell Brunson and, and Ty Lopez and Grant Cardone and Gary Vaynerchuk, but particularly around, uh, I, you know, I would look at Russell Brunson whenever it was that I would study marketing, right? And I would see people like Russell, people like Dan Henry, people like Steve Larson, talk about things like webinars, right? And talk about how you know, you, you hear the stories about how they'll like throw things together last minute and they'll make all this money and like everything was rushed and everything was, you know, thrown together or done last minute, whatever it was, right? And they would have success. And so I kind of got into this mentality of thinking that I could do things last minute and get away with it, that I could not do adequate work and actually get away with it. Now, here's the interesting part, okay? It was not that I was not willing to do the work. It was not that I wasn't willing to put in the hours and figure things out, but I had this false sense of the fact that I was going to be able to be a professional right away. Now, that's not because Russell said that. It's not because anybody was promising me that, but it was because I looked around and I had this tendency of looking at other people and being like, well, dang, he made a million dollars with the webinar or he or she did you know, this amazing thing and, and, and it only took them a day or two to put it together. I should be able to do that as well. And so it was kind of the sense of ego, the sense of uh, almost arrogance of like, hey, if they can do it, I can do it too. Even though I don't have the backstory, I don't have the context, I haven't put in the work that they have. And you know, what's interesting is as I grew, I'm gonna use webinars specifically for an example, okay? As I grew and started doing webinars, guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but the very first webinar that I ever put together yeah, the one, the very first one I ever put together, uh, it was it was very interesting because uh, I, I had a business partner at the time, 
and he and I were selling an Instagram course. We had grown, uh, excuse me, I've got a little bit of allergies this morning. Um, uh, he and I had grown about uh, three or four million followers on Instagram at the time. We knew how to grow uh, followers really, really well, and we wanted to sell a program that taught other people how to grow and monetize their Instagram followings, right? And so um, we, you know, I'd heard Russell Brunson talk about the webinars. And so we went out and we took all of our money and we invested into a coach for webinars. Now, looking back now, we were in no position to hire a coach. This coach was $25,000. We didn't even have 25,000. We put 15,000 down, which was like almost all of our money, right? And then we were gonna pay the remaining balance when we got done. And this coach should have never taken us on as a client. We were not ready. We were brand new. We had no idea what we were doing, right? But anyway, he took our money and he tried to go through and coach us. And it honestly, like it was not very great, very great experience. I, I'm not mad at him for it. It was wrong place, wrong time. We were young. It is what it is, right? But what was interesting is that during that time, like I told him thinking, oh, this is just going to go fast. This is going to go well. I'm going to nail it. It's going to crush, right? I'm going to make all this money. Hey, listen, we're going to get tons of people to this webinar. And he's like, no, no, don't worry. Everybody says that it's a whole lot harder to get people registered than you realize. Like you're not going to have, you know, more than 50 or hundred people there. Don't worry about it. And we're like, no, we're going to have a lot of people. We drive traffic. This is what we do. We grow these followers on Instagram. People want to learn. We're going to have hundreds, if not over a thousand people registered. And he's like, no, that doesn't happen. Right. And we would go back and forth. Anyway, uh, day of the webinar comes, we paid this guy a bunch of money. We think we're thinking, you know, in this mindset that you know what we've worked on this webinar for like I don't know ten hours or maybe it was fifteen hours, right? And to us back then that was a long time, right? We had worked for days on this webinar, right? And I hadn't really worked on anything, any one project for that long in a while. And I was like, this is gonna crush. We hired this mindset coach. It's, just, it's all gonna go well, right? And so we launched the webinar, we open up registration, and within like three days, we have over 2,000 people registered for this webinar. Over 2,000 people, okay, that were registered. It was crazy, right? Never seen anything like it. To this day, I haven't ever seen quite anything like it. We had no paid advertising. We did not have an email list. We literally did it off of our Instagram accounts. We have 2,000 people registered, right? And so we sit down, we uh, go, you know, pr present the whole webinar. The day comes when we're ready to, you know, go through and do it. I'm the one presenting. Josue is in the background. We're supposed to make, this is going to be a $100,000 day. Like we're going to be rich. We're going to be the next Russell Brunson. It's going to be awesome, right? Not quite. So we get on there. I go live. There's a thousand people live in the webinar. I go for an hour, hour and 15 minutes. I make the pitch at the end and nobody, nobody buys, right? Not nobody. It was devastating. Everything we had worked up to, thousand people on the webinar, no one buys. Finally, we send out the replay email, mistake by the way, one person buys and we are flooded with emails and hate messages and all these different you know things about, can I have an hour of my life back? That was the worst presentation ever, blah, blah, blah. Like all this stuff about how horrible and horrible the webinar, like dozens and dozens, probably hundreds of messages and emails and posts about it in the group. It was just bad. It was a horrible day, right? And what was interesting though, is in that moment, I was so confused. I was like, wait a second, why didn't this work? Webinars are supposed to be the holy grail. Russell says that webinars are the thing, key to making a million dollars. Russell says that webinars are, you know, the key to building this, you know, $100 million business and that it's hook story offer. If you just have the webinar, like everything's gonna work out. Webinar, 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 right? And so because I looked and I saw somebody else able to accomplish it, because I looked and I saw somebody else go and have success with something, I thought by default, I would have success with it too. I thought that it would be easy. 
I thought that I could just put something together last minute. And it wasn't last minute so much that we put it together. I mean, it was probably a week or two that we worked on it. But overall, it was put together relatively quickly. We didn't do the necessary work for the target market. We didn't know, understand our customer well, right? We made a lot of mistakes along the way. But because I looked around and I had a false assumption that this was going to be easy, I had a false assumption that just because it was easy for somebody else, that it was going to be easy for me. Guess what? I had this assumption that it was going to work and it didn't. And so in that moment, I was very frustrated. I was very upset. And I wanted to go, webinars don't work. Russell's a liar. This person's a liar. This doesn't work. I can't believe that, right? But in reality, that wasn't the case at all. The, the fact of the matter was, and what I've learned along that process is that any single person that does a webinar, any single person that starts something new, the very, very first time that they're doing it, it's not going to go according to plan. It's probably not gonna go well right? That webinar did not go well for me, right? Excuse me. That webinar didn't go well. The next one didn't go well. In fact, it was five, six, seven, eight webinars in before I started really getting things dialed in. We barely made any money on our webinars at the beginning, right? Now, why am I sharing this with you? Why does that matter? Why is that relevant? Well, guess what? This is the reality for so many people when it comes to their dreams, when it comes to trying to do something new, is they look around and they see people that have dedicated their life to something like Elon Musk, like Russell Brunson, like Tom Brady, right? Like Gary Vaynerchuk, like Grant Cardone, whatever it is, whoever it is that you're looking up to, right? See someone that has dedicated their life to something that has spent years teaching others how to do it, has spent years testing and trying and molding and figuring things out. And then you're gonna expect to go and the very first time you want it to crush, the very first time you just want it to be awesome. Okay, here's the deal. That rarely, rarely, rarely happens. And if you get discouraged by that, if you start to make assumptions by that, and this is the problem that I had, I did this, right? I see so many people do this, but I did this too, okay? Which was, I went and I said, okay, well, since it didn't work for me, it must be a problem with the system. It can't possibly be a problem with me. And I made assumptions about the thing. If I would have let that dominate, and for a while, by the way, I did, right? For several months, probably over a year after that, I didn't do any more webinars because I was like, webinars don't work for my product. Webinars wouldn't work, right? Why? Because I failed at it. Not because the system failed, but I failed to put it together, right? And so if you are gonna go out there and you're putting together a webinar or putting together a funnel or you're trying new mindset stuff or you've bought a new program or you're learning new frameworks or you're trying to build a business for the first time, you're doing something for the very first time, you're doing something that you've never done before. Guess what? You're going to fail. You're going to mess up. You're going to have to go through and do it again and again and again to get it dialed in. And here's the crazy part. I, when I first started looking at that, when I first started understanding this, I thought that that sucked. I was like, this sucks, man. Like I've got to go do a new webinar and I've got to do it completely, you know, from scratch and I've never done this before and it's going to make me look dumb and like, oh, that sucks, right? Oh man, I've never done this business before. I've never done this before. People are going to look at me weird. They're going to think I'm a failure. They have all these different things, right? And I thought that that sucked. But the reality was, is that when I actually sat down and did those things, when I actually sat down and learned that new skill, when I actually sat down and went through the process of learning, that was when I had the most growth of my life and that is when I became a good marketer. That is when I became a better business person. That is when I started to have success. Why? Because now I knew what not to do. 
Now I knew what to do. Now I understood how failures applied on things. Now I understood the psychology behind marketing. Now I understood, oh, that's why we do this and that's why we do this. And this is how it applies to over here. And this is how it applies to over here. And sorry, my camera's a little messy there, right? But the process of going through and failing, the process of going through and doing the work on something that I didn't know how to do was the thing that brought the most amount of growth in my life. And it actually made me into the person I needed to be in order to have success with it. And so many times, we want to start something new and we want to be the best at it. We want to not fail. We want to not have any, you know, mess ups along the way. We want it just to work. Let me tell you something. If that's the case, you are missing out on incredibly, incredibly, incredibly valuable lessons in life that you will learn when you fail. And so now, um, as many of you guys know, I'm starting in on a new venture right now. We're getting ready to launch uh, a coaching program around mindset. We're doing a lot of really cool things. I'm shifting uh, for the last, you know, 12 months or so. Uh, I've you know, shifted my business model about 12 months ago to work with high-end clients only, right? 25,000, 50,000, 100,000, or even multi-hundred thousand dollar contracts over the course of three months, six months, nine months, or even a year. I've wrapped up most of those contracts and uh, we're shifting now. We're shifting back into education. We're shifting back into mindset. We're shifting back into these things. And while I have done a tremendous amount of work, and while I have gone through and I have tested a million different things and I have created frameworks and done coaching and worked with people and guess, you know, all these things, guess what? I know that it's not going to be perfect. I know that over the course of the next three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, I'm going to be building my processes better. I'm going to be building my frameworks better. I'm going to be getting results better. And I know that I'm going to fail along the way. I know that I'm going to mess up along the way. I know that. But rather than looking at that as failure, rather than looking at that as a problem, I look at it as feedback. And I welcome that. And I say, hey, listen, okay, cool. If I get, if I do something, I get feedback back, it doesn't work. Now I know not to do that in the future. And I know what things I have to change. And I can now go through and cut through the noise. I can cut through the chaos because I now know what works and what doesn't work. And you have to earn that right. I'll never forget, it was very interesting. Um, when I started uh, studying webinars further, right? You'd hear these stories about how, oh, Russell Brunson would throw together these webinars last minute or, you know, Steve Larson or whatever. You know, it's actually very few and far between that they would actually throw together last minute. And it was usually because, you know, something last minute, it was, they already knew the audience, they already had a warm traffic, they already knew what was happening, and they decided in that moment to go through and put together something last minute, and it happened to work out. Not super, super well, but enough to make it worth it, right? But in reality, what you didn't see, as I started studying webinars, I would listen to Russell's podcast. I'd listen to Steve's podcast. I'd listen to, you know, Russell's presentations on stage. I'd go through his courses, his trainings, his, you know, his work. And I would actually listen to how long it actually took to prepare webinars. I would actually listen to how long it took Russell to figure this out. And only after Russell had been doing it for over a decade, only after he had gone and done webinar after webinar after webinar after webinar after webinar and presentation after presentation after presentation after presentation over and over and over and over again, failure after failure after failure, tweak after tweak after tweak, only then was he good enough to then throw something together in a couple hours. I remember listening, uh, this was actually just recently, I was you know, building my webinar and so I was, I was working on my headline, I was working on my kind of like stories and uh, I was listening to a podcast by Russell that he did a couple years ago and he said, you know, uh, I'm putting together this webinar for this training that I've, you know, coming up that I'm doing. He's like, it took me eight hours, eight hours just to figure out the headline. And I was like, whoa, eight hours just to figure out the headline. So here is arguably one of the greatest marketers on earth, right? Sitting in a room, working for eight hours just to come up with a single headline that he knew 
would flow and would go right so that he could prepare the rest of the slides and so that he could prepare the rest of his presentation. That right there is the result of after over probably now two decades worth of information and worth of testing, he still spends eight hours to get it right. He still takes the time to understand his customer. He still takes the time, takes him days to put together his slides and his presentations, right? That's what I'm talking about here. If you want to be good at something, if you want to earn the right for things to go well, if you want to make a lot of money, if you want to be successful, if you want to set yourself apart, you have to understand that you have to do the work that's necessary. You're going to fail along the way. You're going to make mistakes along the way. I am going to make mistakes along the way. I expect to make mistakes along the way. And now I genuinely look forward to the ability to go and get better. Does it suck? Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't suck. I'm not saying I look at failure and I'm just like, yeah, I'm so glad I failed. But I know that failure is the greatest teacher. I know that when things don't go right, that is when you learn. You learn so much more when things don't go your way. And here's the thing. You wanna set yourself apart anyway. Imagine if it were easy. Imagine you could just hit your goal like that. Imagine if anybody could just go and hit your goal like that. Would it be that special? Would it be that unique to you? Would you actually feel like you've accomplished anything great? Would you actually feel like you're making a positive difference in the world if it all came easy? I know for me, I wouldn't, right? If anybody could do it, if anybody could just go and snap their fingers and have success with what it, what, what it was that I was doing, that would suck because then it'd make me be like, why the heck can't I figure it out? And if I could figure it out, but also anybody else could, then it doesn't really make it that special. It's like, hey, can you drive a car? That's cool. But you know how many millions and millions and millions and hundreds of millions of other people can drive cars? Yeah, it's not that hard to go be able to figure out how to drive a car and get a license, right? So like, it's not that special if you have a license. You don't, you're not that cool, right? Same thing is true in your business. If anybody could do it, if anybody could go out there just instantaneously have success, no problems whatsoever, then you're missing out on that sense of accomplishment and that sense of growth. So- um, I know that that was uh, a little bit of, you know, an, an interesting story or interesting analogy. I'm trying to just test different stories uh, and, and how I explain things. But I share that with you to give you permission to go out there and fail, to give you permission to go out there and take risks, to give you permission to say, hey, listen, I like just know that when you try something new, just know that when you're trying something for the first time, you probably are going to fail. But that's okay because that is where you're going to learn that is where you're going to pay your dues. And honestly, those that have already succeeded, they're going to respect you a whole lot more by going through that. And understand that even when you're the best at something, even when you know what you're doing and you know that you know that you know what you do, you still, like excellence still requires time put in. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback in the entire world. And that dude still works out more than anybody else. He still works on his body more than anybody else. Excellence comes with a price. And that price is repetition. That price is practice. That price is doing it over and over. So whether you're Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, or you're Russell Brunson, one of the greatest web marketers and probably the greatest webinar person in the history of ever, right? No matter who it is that you are, repetition, doing it over and over and over again, that earns you the right to succeed. And it gives you the confidence moving forward that you know that if you put your mind to something, you actually give it the time necessary, you can know with 100% confidence that it is going to succeed once you've figured it out. All right, guys, that's all I've got for you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, hustle, hustle, God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are gonna be the ones to change the world. Remember, new episodes every single day, Monday through Friday, short 10 to 20 minute episodes talking about mindset success, in this case, failure, mindset, success, failure, money, business, uh, and entrepreneurship. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. <laughs>